Makers of Sport Podcast, Episode 32, Halftime. to Makers of Sport Halftime, the 20-minute show on the off weeks of interviews where I discuss topics such as professionalism, entrepreneurship, and business to help you and your careers so that you can apply it to the sports industry. Well, y'all, I was hoping to be able to sit back this week and play a recording of all of the amazing conversations inspiration, and general discussions from many of the awesome sports creatives that attended Creative South this year. If you happen to listen to last week's episode with TJ Harley of Harley Creative, you know that we were heading down to Columbus, Georgia with a few others, and I was planning on setting up a digital recorder on the table and just letting it go. Unfortunately, the environments uh, that we frequented did not provide anything that is listenable. I attempted to use my digital audio recorder, which is called a Zoom H5 for your audio files. Anyhow, I attempted to use the audio recorder twice, once in an Irish pub where an amazing group of talented designers and illustrators were sitting at our table, such as Von Glitschka, Tim Frame, and our usual sports lot. You can view photos of that actually at Makers of Sport Twitter. Unfortunately, the table structure, amount of people at the table, and loud music of the pub did not make for ideal recording conditions. Another time during the middle of the day, Joe Bosack, Fraser Davidson, TJ Harley, and myself were actually having lunch at a local Columbus brewery uh, outside of the last day of the conference. I pulled out the audio recorder per TJ Harley's suggestions and sat it on the table as we had a solid gold conversation about sports branding, working for yourself in this industry, and also our biggest regrets in our careers. It was really fantastic and full of uncut, explicit remarks. Uh, You know, I get back to the hotel and play back the audio, nothing but wind and a few recognizable voices saying unrecognizable things. So sorry about that, guys. Maybe next time. Uh, As I've mentioned many times before, this audio recording and podcasting stuff is a learning experience for me. Uh, And as my pal Sean McCabe at Sean West would say, we are literally, we are iterating in public. So with that being said, I will just recap a little about Creative South and discuss my thoughts and reasons for why you should carve out time and budget to go to conferences like this one. First of all, for those of you that haven't been following the banter on Twitter or are not familiar with Creative South, I'll quickly explain what that is. Creative South is a small three-day conference for creatives in Columbus, Georgia, the second week of every April. It was started a few years ago by a guy named Mike Jones, who is a super talented designer and overall nice guy who goes by the Twitter handle at Bucket286. 
By the way, Mike does some killer logo design work and is a huge barbecue enthusiast. So if you have any interest in beautiful design or barbecue, you should definitely follow him. He also runs a studio in Columbus, Georgia called Serve Studios. Anyhow, the conference is held in a beautiful historic theater built in 1871 called the Springer Opera House. The website for the conference is creativesouthga.com. If you happen to want to check out the speakers and the agendas from this past year, I highly recommend it if you haven't. And then also sign up for their email list to get notified of the future conference and future speakers. Now, I've been to a few large design conferences in my career. I went to the How Design Conference in Atlanta, Georgia, six or so years ago. And I've also been to South by Southwest Interactive. Those are the two biggest conferences I've attended. However, in addition to those, I've been to many smaller local or regional conferences and speaking engagements, uh, either as an attendee or as someone who was helping put it on. Creative South by far is my fave of everything that I've been to. One, because it is sponsored by the outdoor brand Realtree. I mean, seriously, how many design or creative conferences do you know of that are sponsored by an outdoor sports and hunting brand? Now, the primary reason that I liked Creative South isn't because of the awesome sponsors or the cool posters I was able to purchase from killer illustrators like Studio Temporaries, Scott Fuller, or the super talented Tad Crawford. It wasn't even the competition type fight, which is a one-on-one -on -one match where two designers are given one hour to create a letter, which is broadcast live on TVs around the venue and is later voted on by the attendees to create a beautiful alphabet. Now, I might also add that this competition takes place in a wrestling ring, like literally a legit WWE style wrestling ring in which I was able to witness episode 22's Fraser Davidson do a killer elbow drop from the top ropes on episode 17's Matt Walker. None of these reasons are why I enjoyed my time at Creative South. The reason I love this conference is because of the friendliness of everyone I met there and the intimacy of it. The conference's official motto is, quote, come as friends, leave as family, end quote. And the unofficial hashtag is hashtag hug next. Both of these things were absolutely true as somewhere between 500 and 600 people attended. Now, to put that in perspective, South by Southwest Interactive, when I attended, had 17,000 people. That's just that interactive. That doesn't include the music side of the conference and the film side of the conference. Now, as a person that tends to have a short attention span and is very hyper, I can't say with honesty that I attended every speaking event, nor did I intend to. Now, nothing against the talented roster, but I have to be constantly moving and have a really hard time sitting still, especially during the occasional topic that I may not be super passionate about. Now, I attended uh, somewhere between four to five speakers, one being my pal, Sean McCabe of the Sean West brand. He's a hand letterer in San Antonio, Texas, someone 
that I bring up quite often actually on the show. And he, I'm actually a member of his podcast community, which is a lot of uh, independent creative entrepreneurs. There were actually 20 people from his community that attended his, this conference as well. But anyhow, I don't believe sitting in these lectures is where the true value of smaller conferences like Creative South comes from. Sure, it's the initial sell, but the true value, in my opinion, something that I have forgotten in my few years away from the conference scene, is the opportunity it presents us to sit down for meals, coffees, or craft beers in real human form with like-minded creative people that face similar challenges. People that are able to break down the professional ego barriers and be vulnerable, even if just for a small time, to just talk shop and get to know another human being on a real level. In a day and age where it's very easy to get sucked into your career, your family, and your everyday life, it is easy to take for granted the internet friends we make in these small niche communities as something that isn't a part of our real lives. Conferences like Creative South debunk this myth. I can tell you in confidence that guys like Joe Bosak, Todd Radom, Bill Frederick of Fan Brands, TJ Harley, Matt Walker, Sky Dillon, and Fraser Davidson are real, likable people. Human beings that are more than what they say in 140 characters or what they post in a 600 by 800 pixel window on Dribbble. I can also confirm that talented and loyal listeners such as Adam Ergel, a designer at the Clemson T-shirt shop that TJ Harley got his start at, or Jimmy Parker, a creative director at Greenville, South Carolina's Irwin Penland Agency, are real people as well. I can tell you that there is a real person behind Colorworks. I had an opportunity to meet Donovan, the gentleman that runs at Colorworks. And I can't forget my new pal and fellow listener, Britt Davis. Britt is a designer at UNC Charlotte and a current SCAD grad student who is working on an awesome sports-related thesis right now. Now, unbeknownst to her, she is probably the person that made the biggest silent impact on me as she tolerated a bunch of snarky guys with locker room humor jokes and rock star skill sets to just sit around and listen learn, and share her thoughts with absolutely no intimidation. Britt even opened herself up to critical feedback to some of the veterans in this logo design industry as she sat at a table in an Irish pub with the likes of Bill Frederick, Todd Radom, Joe Bosak, Von Glitschka, Tim Frame, and the many other gentlemen that I mentioned earlier. She was sharing her sketchbook and ideas for her senior project, a killer sports-related project that I actually hope to talk to her about in the future as she graduates and pursues a great entrepreneurial endeavor. You see, this, my friends, is why I believe we should take time out of our busy schedules and lives and attend conferences like Creative South. How often do we get the opportunity that Britt Davis got? What other time... Are you going to be handed a phone by a guy like Todd Vradom showing you a PDF of work that he can't show publicly? Or guys like Bill Frederick of Fan Brands and Joe Bosak of Joe Bosak and Company showing you unreleased large-scale work, all of which happened at Creative South. Now, these things only happen in person, 
at impromptu times, after a few drinks, after a level of comfortability is met, rarely through digital methods. These are the times we get to put real faces to Twitter names, to give real high fives instead of fist bump emoji, to hug those we have come to know digitally, and to leave with something tangible, a real relationship with a real person, not a Twitter avatar. Lastly, for those of you that had a serious case of FOMO as we tweeted our fun, ate our barbecue, and drank our craft beers, have no fear. There are many smaller conferences like Creative South around the country. And I can tell you that many of us sports designers that were in attendance plan on heading back down to Creative South again next year. Who knows? One day, Makers of Sport may host its own conference that will be more specific to our niche. Only time will tell. If you have any questions or comments for me on this topic or have any suggestions for other topics you'd like me to discuss on these halftime episodes, then feel free to email me at info at makersofsport.com. Next week's episode guest will be Tim Oliver. Tim is an art director at Golf Digest Magazine, where he has been working for 15 years. Now, we are fresh off the Masters, where 21-year-old Under Armour athlete Jordan Spieth just won the green jacket with a record-breaking performance. So, Tim is a very fitting guest uh, post-Masters. As always, please like, rate, and write reviews of the show on iTunes. You can get there by going to makersofsport.com slash iTunes. I'll accept likes, ratings, or reviews on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever else you may happen to be listening to this podcast. Now, here's a review written recently by Sean Saylor. Hello, underscore Sean, both on iTunes and on Twitter. Conversations I've been looking for. Adam's show has the tone and type of content that I've been looking for in design podcasts for a long time. Often graphic design podcasts spend the majority of their time casually chatting or catching up with each other between plugs from sponsors. While this is enjoyable and great for a designer's drive into work, Adam's format has much more meat on the bone, delivering genuine substance. Although the show uses sports design as a foundation, almost all of the subjects and ideas covered can be applied universally in the world of graphic design. Keep up the great work. Big thanks, Sean, for writing that review. I pride myself on not taking ads and also doing my best to deliver genuine substance. If you haven't left a review, please go to makersofsport.com slash iTunes right now and hit that five star. Even better, write something on there telling other listeners how the show has inspired you. Lastly, follow me, ask questions, or say hello to me on Twitter and like the Facebook page make facebook.com slash makers of sport i'm at t adam martin on twitter and dribble the show is at makers of sport until next time have a good week